a broadcasting legend in his own mind. He's known to be prickly and very opinionated. It's time to get in the huddle with your host, Coach Muddle. All right, what's up, everyone? Hope everyone had a great 4th of July weekend, despite uh, all the craziness that's going on in the world. Um, and again with that, uh, so Nevada Nick with us, how you doing, sir? Doing good, doing good. Good. You know, as, as it always happens, man, when you get that time off, it always goes by too quick, you know, coach? Absolutely. Absolutely. It's always, well, for uh, coach, it's a whole freaking summer, so, <laughs> but still, you know, that summer, you know, that'll be here before you know it. It'll be, I guess you go back in August. Yeah, end of August. It'll be, you know, we'll be back. We'll be back before you know it. Have they talked about any of that, Coach? Really? Or uh, to be honest playing? with you, I'm sure they have. But I uh, once I shut off the school year, I shut off completely. I don't. I don't get involved in checking work emails or any of that stuff. I don't. So when I go back, I'll find out, like, probably, you know, a little bit beforehand, I'm sure if there's something important, like, you know, we're not going back, I'm sure they'll tell me before then, but I I pretty much tune it out, you know, I need to recharge the batteries, as they say, so I pretty much uh, tune that out. Yeah, well, well, it's going to kind of, not, but, you know, the next four to six weeks are going to, a lot of things are going to tell, got to see what happens with everything. And then, you know, also, too, when you got the, uh, for Pennsylvania, it's PIAA, you know, I'm not sure what they what they call it in Delaware, but, you know. PIAA. Uh, yeah, once they start, um, you know, uh, summer camps, you know what I mean? I guess we'll probably kind of hear more what's leaving for school because, well, you know, obviously. Okay, Coach. Uh, I found out that in, in Virginia – they have moved. They're moving football to the spring. They're moving the fall sports to the spring, which I do not know how that's going to. Now, gonna... now, coach. Now, now, it's not like you now. Now, now. Now, but it's, you know, it's almost like what about those kids that love baseball too? You know right. what I mean? So now you got to pick. You know, and there's going to be certain kids that are good dual athletes mm-hmm. where it's going to be a negative to the team, and I'm not trying to. But I just think some people are jumping the gun a little bit in regards to this. You know, right. when it comes to kids 21 and under, the, the virus hasn't been effective. It's more, you know, if you're in your 40s and above where, I mean, it can affect you where hospitalization and, you right. know, health risks are, at, at, you know, are, are an issue. Um, I'm, yeah, it kind of surprises me. I mean, like, you know, you haven't seen too many, you know, young, younger people – that, I mean, obviously they've had corona and they can spread the disease, right? But haven't had the issues in regards to death or hospitalizations, right? And what I think is what they don't want is is them taking it home to with grandma and and right. you know mom and dad and and whatnot in at home. So, but I, I know I, I really think they're jumping the gun too. I, I really think it's it's really tough. For those kids who now have to make a choice, you know, uh, are you a track guy and football or like you said, baseball? And now I have to make a choice of what to do. And it's a shame that that kids should have to have to do that. 
Plus, who's there to say that in spring it's going anyway? You know what right. I mean? Then you did all that, and you're dealing with the same situation you were dealing with in the fall. So, because um, I know they talked about that in college football as a last-case scenario. But now that's a little oh, uh, um, the the uh, The Ivy League is moving football to the spring. In college? In college, yes. The okay. Ivy League. They, they have yeah. announced that. So, uh, yeah, well, not to sound, I don't think any anybody really cares about Ivy League football except for <laughs> if you go to the Ivy League and you're, what's the big rivalry? Is it Penn and it's Har- Yale? It's Harvard and Yale, Harvard, yeah. Yale. Harvard and Yale, sorry. Good. But, uh, yeah, Penn State's uh, AD said about playing spring sports, but that's different, too, because it's college. Right. So, you, you know, you don't got multi-sport college players. You right. Know what I mean? Right. So, I mean, there's a couple that have done it, but... You know, that's not a thing, really. So, um, that wouldn't be a concern. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like I said, with this, everything's spiking now. I'm starting to worry. Like I said, I think basketball's good because they're in their bubble or whatever you want right, to call it. Right, But baseball and all, like, Coach, what are you going to do about these hot spots? You know what I mean? If you're in a hot spot in Texas, you know, what do you – and these players are – if they're out amongst them, they're not – quarantine or do whatever you know you're gonna you're gonna get a, a you know an outbreak or whatever you want to call it in, in a team and then and you got a real problem especially in a short and 60 game season right I, I I agree I don't I don't know how baseball but how do you do that I, I mean you really I don't know how you could play that in a bubble I guess, like you know, little league those tournaments. I, I, you know, I guess that's the only way you could do it. Is you, you know, what do you put like ten teams in one location and ten teams yeah. in another, and they just play each other and right. you know, or um, you know, like right now things are more hot in the south. Maybe you got to go to New York, Boston, Philly, and a couple of these bigger cities, and just have a bunch of the teams kind of play. You know, have, I mean, there's no fans there, so you could have day and night games, and right. you know, day game. You could do three games a day, really, if you, you wanted. You really you could. Know, Twelve, four, you know, eight or something or whatever it is they're going to do. Um, I guess that that'll be uh, that'll be to figure out. But it's you know, it's right around the corner now. I mean, baseball. I believe is it the 25th coast you're supposed to start. Yeah, two weeks. And is it two weeks? Is a I think it's. A, I know we left out as Phillies. Well, tonight they're actually releasing the schedule tonight. Though. Yeah, yeah, so it we should will be. Find that out. But the Phillies did catch a nice, nice break as they open up with the Marlins. So that's a nice little greatest <laughs> <way to> part. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, did I see the Yankees open up with the Nationals? I think they said. Or um, um, let me see. Um, I don't know if they would start with an AL team. I mean, an NL team because that's two different leagues. Yeah, let's see MLB schedule here. Um, and by the way, happy birthday to my uh, longtime hero, Rocky Balboa, aka Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> right, young age of seventy-four today. Oh uh, yeah, congratulations, yo, Adrian. Good job. <laughs> but uh, coach, I guess I got to move into the big story today. Obviously, uh, biggest contract in sports history. Uh, oh, he beat out Trout by like I think it was like 1.2 million because they obviously put in the two years he has remaining on his contract. Right. So and what grand total? I think it's 
12 years, $427.6 million, something in that range for wow. Patrick Mahomes. Wow. Um, and, you know, we talked about this a little bit off-air, Coach. Um, I think it's, I mean, I think it's a win-win. I mean, I think Mahomes is a, is, is the next, you know, the next pretty much, if you look at now with Brady leaving, I mean, to me, I think everybody's eyes, Patrick Mahomes is, is the new GOAT, you know, once right. Brady obviously retires, um, I mean, 24 years old, already has an NFL MVP and a Super Bowl MVP, uh, you know. And that takes him right through, you know, his prime, and he'd be, you yeah. know, okay, he, you know, then, then. Kansas City can really, you know. Yeah, so he's thirty-four. He'll be you know, thirty-four. He still probably could play. You know, they could sign him to a yeah. two or three-year, possibly a four-year deal where it's team-friendly, right. a team-friendly yeah. four-year deal. That and coach in two years too. I think he has seventy-six or seventy-eight touchdowns, eighteen interceptions. Right. I mean that's insanity for a guy for two years. And, and now hold on, let me let, hold on. Let's let, we're we got our. Uh, Special guest, Captain Jack. How you doing, sir? Hey, I'm I'm good, guys. Apologies. Um, what that line at the chicken shack, huh? Well, actually, uh, this is a promo for uh, Zaxby's chicken. <laughs> and, and the reason why I say that is this place. Let me get my effing camera straight. There we go. Uh, this place has been on on the corner around the house. Well, not quite around the house, but like within spit distance in our neighborhood for years. Never went there. And then I was like, uh, you know, the next time we're hungry and we want some chicken, we're going to go there. Yeah. If you've ever had it, and again, they're not paying me for this. You know, Zaxby's has got some really good chicken, really good uh, spicy mushrooms, and a really good quarterback in Pat Mahomes, I'm sure is what yeah. you were talking yes. about when I came in. Yeah. Yep. Well, I just read, yes, this is right, too. It's. So it's going to end up being 12 years, $477.6 million, $477. Million. So it's 10 years, $450 million. I mean, wow. you know what? With a guy like Mahomes, I, I get it. I think, you know, I would have paid him that much. I, you know, and, and the guaranteed money for injury, it's $140-some million. So, I mean, he's the best player in the league. So he's going to get paid accordingly. The only people I think that aren't happy with this contract or the Dallas Cowboys, because now what is Dak going to say, I want? Because he's seeing Mahomes getting, it looks like a 45 AAB, which is, you know, average per year. Um, yeah, I got to wonder what Prescott's going to reach for when he wasn't happy for, well, I think he, they were offering him 35, 40 million a year. Right. I, I agree. <laughs> I agree. It's got to be, uh, it's got, it, it's really going to have the effect on, on Dallas and really, you know, the Giants have a young quarterback, you know, teams that have that quarterback that is, you know, one, two, three years in the league that is going to get ready to sign. Now, because look at Baltimore, you have Lamar Jackson has a lot of success. He's going to be needing a contract here shortly. So where do you go with that as well? You know, coach, this is why I wasn't mad when the Eagles signed Wentz. I know you said it was a little early, and I didn't disagree to that. But, you know, look at Wentz's $32 million a year now. Looks awful nice when you're looking at forty-five for Mahomes. Right. And, you know, Lamar Jackson's right there. I mean, he's only on 
year three, so he has another probably probably next offseason, off you'll look at Lamar Jackson re-upping his deal. I'll go back even some, uh, Nick. I remember when everybody said the Raiders, and I, I guess it's because it's the team I know about. Everybody <laughs> was talking about how the Raiders were AFU, and I'm sure you guys can understand what AFU is, signing Carr to what then was an astronomical, I think it was like 24 maybe $25 million a year contract at the time, which since has been lapped by a bunch of other people. But when you look at that now, Carr is still under contract uh, this year. I want to say I want to say this year, next year, and I believe 22. So I, I, I'm thinking that they got at least three more years out of him. And most of that money, if they wanted to get rid of him after this year, it's like get rid of him for, for no charge. So – when you talk about starting quarterbacks in the NFL, and I know Carr hasn't done anything other than leading the Raiders to a playoff in 2016 and then not even showing up for the game because stupid, stupid coach. Uh, I can't remember the guy's name that was uh, the former coach of the Raiders and the Jaguars. Oh, yeah, that's right, Jack Del Rio. Yeah. yeah, Jack Del Rio keeps him in on a Christmas Eve game and the guy breaks his ankle and then is no good for the rest of the year. And it took a year to try to come back. Anyway, because of what he did, we signed him up for that contract. And he had a fantastic season last year. But now when you talk about starting quarterbacks with ability, and he's definitely in the top echelon of the 32. He's at least 16 and up. So you talk about a decent quarterback that has the ability to really shine this year. And he's only making, I want to say only making $25 million a year. And yeah. you know that's only that, making. That's the only thing with Carr, though. I think this is the make it make it or break it year for him. Oh yeah. Uh, I think with with everything they've put around him, you got a good line. You know, obviously they went out and got Brown, Trent Brown from the from the Patriots, the, the tackle. Um, now yeah, you, you you draft another receiver. I mean, you got Josh, Josh Jacobs in the backfield. You got Waller at tight end. You're giving him all the tools to make him successful. And if he's not successful this year, obviously I think they go in another direction, whether that's, you know, through the draft or, you know, I I don't think I don't see a Cam Newton type thing with there. If he had a success in new England, I just don't think that's John Gruden's type of quarterback. John Gruden loves efficiency, loves accuracy. You know, foresee that, but um, yeah, it's, it's make it or break it for uh, Carter. There's no doubt about that. And, and, and I'm all for it, and I'm all, you know, said so if, if he gets it, great. If not, we know, we being Raider Nation knows that we're going to have to deal with the Chiefs and Mahomes for quite a long time. Yeah. And the fact that he signed it 10, now, is it 10 years at the end of his original contract? So yeah, it's, so it's kind of like years, really. Right. But yeah. that money doesn't really count. What, what do they call it? Real, I think they call it like a real, a real, con, real money contract. What, right. what the real money is right. is whatever is after the contract that he's already on. And right. if you're if you're signing somebody for twelve years, that's a great investment. If if he stays healthy, right? Yeah. So I wait, he's twenty four, like twelve years. Then you got him until he's thirty six. Then. Right. Yeah, thirty-six. Okay, right. all right. And but there is there is an injury limitation to it. It's like one hundred and forty million, which would be probably you know. The, so basically, the, like the first three and a half years are guaranteed, and a lot of those contracts too. It's to stretch out the signing bonus over right. the twelve years, 
and they'll renegotiate, move money around. They'll do all kinds of things to fool with the cap. And, uh, yeah, a lot of it. But, like I said, like I said, I think it's a win for the Chiefs. And, you know, Stiz had asked if they're, you know, a dynasty. And, hey, man, to me, as long as they got Mahomes and Reed there, they're always going to be dangerous, you know. Um, this contract is going to hurt the team in regards to what you can put around them. But he's such a special player. I just think, look, I mean, look at the playoffs. I don't know if you're ever going to see a team again be able to be down 10 points or more in all three playoff games and come back and win. That's a tough task to yeah. do. You know, you're playing good teams, you know, double-digit losses in each game. It just shows you to the talents of uh, Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, in fact, on Sunday, uh, what was it, at 1 o'clock, it's like, hey, we're going to do a, a, a update or, a, what is it, a, a programming note. Hey, let's do the AFC Championship game from 2019. And I'm like, no, I don't want to see the AFC Championship game from 2019 because <laughs> I know who wins this game. But what was, what got me about that game, and, and like you said it yourself, is that the, the Titans – could have taken that game. Yeah. And and they they were they were ready to at the end right at the end of the first half. What did Mahomes do? He had that 25-yard or so touchdown. Yep. Scamper around that and the Titans had not given up a touchdown for the end of the uh, uh half. The end. Oh. What yeah. happened there? Yeah. What was crazy was even in the third quarter, you know, they were still in control and they looked just because he had come back, the Titans just looked demoralized. And then two, they kind of abandoned the running game. Yeah. And that's what got them there. It was Eric Henry and, you know, right. and they kind of tried to put in Tannehill's hand. And look, Tannehill was good in the regular season, but in the playoffs, you know, it was all about, and that last stretch too, the last four or five games there where Derrick Henry was on that insane run. I don't get it. You know, you, you want to follow what got you to where they were. And right. that was Derrick Henry, not Ryan Tannehill. That's but right. it was the play action that was really hurting uh, Kansas City in the beginning because, you know, they loaded up the box trying to stop Derrick Henry. and and But the problem was, I think, yeah. you know, in the second half, Tennessee got really, really predictable. And when all of a sudden, second and 13 – Play action isn't as effective when it, when in the first half when it was second and seven, you know, yeah. and, and yeah, whatnot. But- so so it really it really you know Tennessee really didn't adjust enough. They didn't they didn't change things up. To, you know they had the lead, they had the momentum. They just didn't stick with it. The the other thing to help the Chiefs too was getting yeah. Chris Jones back too, who. Yeah. He's their franchise player this year, and there's some rumblings he wants to get his contract. He said he want, he'll hold out. And that's a huge – yeah, that's a huge piece of their defense. And you saw it once he came back and was healthy, just the way he can get to the quarterback and the havoc he costs. You know, he, he, you know he's a he's a great lineman. Him, you know, between him and Frank Clark, you know, those – and that's what Andy Reid – Andy Reid, like as he always used to say, likes to throw those fastballs at, at you. And you know Spags, Coach. From your, you know, when Spags was with the, the Giants, Giants. Yeah. I mean, that's you know, that's what he likes to do. Spags likes to create pressure with four if he can. You know, he will throw a blitz in there too. You know, he did learn from Jimmy. You know, not Jimmy Johnson, the, the right. Jim Johnson, I should say, right. from yeah. the Eagle defensive coordinator. But uh, Maybe yeah. he rest in peace, I believe. I, I yeah, believe he yeah, passed. he passed yeah. away in 2010. Right, and then he 
McDermott was actually the first replacement of him. I just think it was one of those, it was too early for him. And then he ended up going down to Carolina with Ron Rivera, who also coached under Andy Reid. People don't mean Andy Reid's tree is huge. Yeah. Of all offensive and defensive coaches that have coached under him, it's actually bigger than Belichick's. And they've been more successful, too, because he's got some guys that have actually won some Super Bowls, a la Doug Peterson and, you know, and John Harbaugh, and had some playoff success. Right. None of those yeah. guys have. I would say you were actually talking about Chris Jones and, and the money that he's going to make. If you put into the equation that they have a lot of money, obviously now tied up with Mahomes, you're going to throw a lot of money at Chris Jones. You got some really good receivers uh, that are right now on the de- I call them decent contracts. Right. Well, you got to start paying out Kelsey when you start. Got to start paying out uh, Tyreek. <laughs> Excuse me. No, that wasn't Freudian. I can't stand him anyway. But that wasn't about him. <laughs> When you got when you got to throw in Tyree Kill and then uh, the the kid the, the I think it was a rookie uh, that, that that was running the, like the returns for him Hardman I think is his name you, yeah. you had the kid out of Florida which actually left because they knew that they didn't have any money for him uh, that he went from Kansas City I think he went to uh, somebody I think might have been Jacksonville but you have all of these speedsters and by the way you haven't paid Watkins yet either in, in yeah, Watkins came back on a one year deal. But it was the team-friendly type deal. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's going to be an issue, and especially to Captain Jack when you start looking to what the, the top DTs have gotten. Fletcher Cox yep. got over a hundred million. Aaron Donald got over a hundred million, and he, Chris Jones, is probably in that. Now he hasn't had the success they've had because of health issues a right. little bit, but I'm sure that's going to be close in the range of what he's going to want. Yeah, it's going to be like. The, uh, remember, remember, the Chiefs, and, and by the way, when we talk about Chiefs, I want to talk about another subject as well. The Chiefs originally started in Dallas as the Dallas Texans. They are, if they continue to do with throw this big money, they're going to be the, the Cowboys of the ASC, throwing a lot of money around to some people, and they might be cash-strapped and really non-conducive to having an effective, cohesive team not right now, but maybe in two or three years down the road when all of these people got to get paid and they don't have any money for the – they're going to have to have the peanut vendors come in off of the you know the concessions to play for uh, both the – Well, you got to remember they're adding, they're adding a game, so that, that really affects the, the, the pay scale. Like it, 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 um, yeah. Also, now, the, the salary cap is going up. Yeah, well, well, so, we don't know about the salary cap, Coach. With, with Corona and everything that's going on, that might not be the case. Now, Tyreek Hill, he actually got a new deal, and this is the first year it kicks in. He got a three-year, $54 million extension, but this is the first year where it will kick in. So, yeah, I mean, and, and you know, Captain Jack made a great point. And, look, that guy from Atlanta, who I don't think Zach Grant just got the highest tight end contract yeah. ever. So who, what do you think Kelsey's going to ask for? It's going it, to, you know, it's going to be. I mean, Hooper got forty-five million, so I would think he's going to want sixty million because right. he's way better than Hooper, Austin Hooper. <laughs> yeah, that's the problem with free agency: you overpay way too much. Right, right. And I didn't think I didn't think they had to. Uh, uh, I didn't think they had to pay him because you got him on a trade from Baltimore. I thought he still was under contract. I didn't know why you 
were in a rush to pay the guy for him. What are you talking about, Coach? The kid from Atlanta. The kid from Hurst. Isn't that who you're talking about, Hurst? No, I thought Austin Hooper was the guy. No, Kelsey, I was saying. But Austin Hooper got the the, the highest contract ever for a tight end in the offseason. Oh, the kid who left Atlanta. Okay, my bad. All right, yeah. It starts with an H. It's Monday. Give me a a little... you know, hey, and I did. Did you guys bring up uh, the uh, the Redskins? No, name, we name? didn't. We didn't. We didn't bring that up yet. We didn't bring okay, that up yet. Are we? Are we done with this time again? Apologies for being late, but I figured as a, as a segue, since we were talking about the Chiefs, here's here's something that I wanted to talk about, and I actually did it last night uh, for a, a some degree on my show, and then it got really political, and it got away from me, and I uh, oh boo. Ooh, I don't want to go there, but we were talking about the Redskins having a name change and, you know, what they could have as far as, like, possibilities for the name change. You're talking about the Red Tails, which is, you know, an, an homage to the Tuskegee Airmen, which I like, but really does not have anything to do with D.C. You actually have, there's a, they were talking about maybe the Red Hawks. Eh, don't know about that. They were talking about. They the said Hawks. the generals, the the Globetrotter, the company that owns the Globetrotters, said they would be willing to sell the the rights to the generals. I like that because yeah. nationals you can't have obviously, and you can't have capitals because the other two they're already taken. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, another problem for Daniel Snyder is too, and he's got a lot of it because he looks like he's way late on this. Obviously, you know, he said in twenty thirteen and fourteen that he would he never change the name. Right. But the other part is, too, uh, the minority owners with the Redskins want out. Right. They own about 40%, and they now want out, and they're putting their 40% up, supposedly just saying that it's horrible to work with Daniel Snyder. So, oh, uh, man, if I was a Redskins fan, I wish he would get out of there because it's been nothing but a disaster. The Washington Foreskins. The one thing that I was also saying about is that once you get, yeah, okay, Washington Foreskins. Hey, you obviously, you, I, I'm not seeing this stuff, so it, it's all new to me when you say it. But what my, my point was with the Redskins is, and this I take glee in saying, I take glee in saying, you ain't going to stop with the Redskins. There's a certain other team in football that has a Indian motif and does this crap every Sunday. I hate it when I see it in Kansas City. I hate it when I see it in Atlanta. I'm a Phillies guy. I hate it when I see it when Florida State does it. So maybe, maybe one of these days, all those three teams that I can't stand, chase me on top of that. Will will have to change their name as well. Now, as I talked with Coach Muddle, I think it was on Friday. Uh, Florida State gives a stipend to the Seminole tribes down in Florida in order to keep that name and the and the whole uh, Seminole logo and all that goes with it. You know, yeah, the, the guy team. riding on the horse with yeah, the yeah, yeah. all that. Yep, yeah, all, really... all that goes with it. But to be honest, the Seminole tribes down in Florida. They get most of their money from gambling. They get the it from casinos, like, right. the, the casinos and the Hard Rock right. in both, you know, down South Florida and right right down the street from me in Tampa because it's Seminole uh, gaming. What's to say that maybe 
the other uh, Indian tribes go and get with the, the Seminole tribe and say, hey, hey, buddy, you're making us kind of look bad with you kind of selling out. And because they're making a bunch of money naturally with the gaming, you know, whatever Florida State throws at them, I know is nothing in comparison to what they're getting off the gambling. Right. Maybe they get some, uh, uh, shall we say, pressure to change their logo up in Florida State because they'll probably be the last one to do it. But I tell you, get rid of the effing Kansas City Chiefs. Call them the, the Kansas City Barbecuers or something. Well, <laughs> well wait, hey, wait a second. Did the Cleveland Indians come out, coach? Yeah, the Cle- yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, David, I, I know I saw that. Atlanta came out and said they are not changing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cleveland said they're going to go back to the Spiders. I believe they were the Cleveland Spiders in the 1800s. Well, they, uh, yeah, they what, went from the Spiders to the Naps in in in, in homage to Nap Lejoy, the great uh, uh, baseball player from the late 1800s, early 1900s. And actually, Nap Lejoy and this other gentleman who was because I actually talked about it on the show, uh, his name was Exelon or something along those lines. They were Indians, okay? Mm-hmm. The, when Cleveland went from the Spiders to the Naps, it was in honor of, of Nap LaJoy because he was such a great player. But then this other player who was an Indian, and I believe his name was Exelon or something along that lines, they, they changed the name to honor him. Now, that's a funny thing because they changed it to honor the Indian. right. So that's a positive thing. They got rid of Chief Wahoo, which we've already discussed, is very blatantly uh, uh, nasty right. towards the Indians. But, you know, what, what it, there, there, there's a, a combination of if it's positive, uh, keep it. And, and there's nothing really negative about being calling a team the Indians if it's a positive thing. But you got rid of the negative wait, thing. And wait, but I, I saw a, a thing today where – uh, I believe it was an Indian, American Indian, who actually made the logo for the Redskins in, I think it was 1971 or two. And through, uh, there's been several uh, former Redskins came out and said that they shouldn't change the name. Daryl Green being the the biggest voice of that group saying. You know, I, I don't really think that they're, you know, that it's that big of a deal. It's a, a couple of outliers. I'm Look, I'm paraphrasing and I don't want to really get into yeah, it, but yeah. it wasn't that, well, we're, you, we're know, that cycle now, but, coach, you know. the cancel culture. Yes, I know. But I, 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 I think. Everything they can, and that's what it is. You know, I mean, these people, and I'll tell you the biggest problem right now is what we're, not we're doing, but it's the people that are all on the internet that have no time and the trolls, yes. and they'll go back and watch, like like Dave Point Portnoy said from Barstool, they literally will go back and watch every day, every hour, of every minute, of every week, of every year. I wish they would do that to our show and start that with my show. But, but, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you Coach, when you're, yeah, you're doing a show for 15 to 20 years, there's things that 10 years ago now that right. don't hold up now. That when you say it now is insensitive, but 10 years ago, right. it was a different climate. I mean, you know, we've had the Me Too movement. We've had, you know, Black Lives Matter and all, all these different things. So, you know, times are, you know, times are different. Things are more sensitive. And 
but it's just like I said, it's like it's like a witch hunt. Some of this stuff, it's a little little too much for me. Yeah, I'm not, I, Coach. I am not going to get. I am not going to go over the things that got me in trouble last night. Okay, and it's not. It's not that I got in trouble. It's just that people probably tuned in late. Right, and they didn't see the whole show. Yeah, and and, and, it, and it got bad after that. But uh, you know, went, once you start going, and we treaded water. We went from the Indians change name to the or the to the Redskins to the Chiefs to the next subject and the next subject. And I did like almost four hours last night. I normally do wow. two. Or I usually do two. And it was like three and uh, three and three quarters hours. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it. it we'll see. We'll see what the results are. Hey, so, by the way, Captain, Captain, wait a second. People start getting fights in the comments too. You know what I mean? Right. And, and that thing, you hey, everybody's a political analyst. Look, Ca- Captain Jack, I just want to, uh, you know, you're, you're, Good friend there, Kelly Farley, is desperately trying to change me to the silver and black. But, you know, as I told her, Kelly, I bleed blue, man. Kelly, yeah. Kelly, Kelly is a wonderful gal. Kelly, the best you're, you're going to get from Coach is what I get from a lot of other fans that are Closet Raider fans. Oh, well, they're my second favorite team. The Raiders are my second favorite <laughs> second team. Second favorite team. Like you know, my second favorite team. That, that's the best you're going to get, and and guy, I'm glad Tommy uh, popped in because he was the guy that that right before I went to get that wonderful chicken, he says, "Did you see this?" I get a lot of good good feed from him, so there you go. Yeah, good stuff. Thanks, Tommy. He also Tommy. said purple is the way to go. Yeah, if you're the Eagles <laughs> playing the Vikings the NFC Championship a couple of years ago, it was the purple way to go. Look, look, crazy, listen, baby. listen. As long as Kirk Cousins is the quarterback. You're not winning too many uh, big well, time games, important games. Let's put it that Dalvin way. Cook, it doesn't hold out too, because if Dalvin Cook holds out, there goes the Viking season. Right. I agree. I agree. Yes, have, laugh have, all you want, Tommy, but we're we're just speaking the truth. Yeah. Have we, have we gone over? Uh, and again, uh, I I don't know. I didn't get your yeah. game plan. I apologize if I'm doing the segues too quick. I know that I wanted to talk about. Uh, David Price saying no. Yeah. I wanted to talk about, you know, uh, the fact that, uh, God, I'm dictating the show. I apologize, Coach. I'm just throwing it out. No, there. It, it, that, I was – That's a good point. I was going to talk about David Price. I was yeah. going to bring that up, you know. And I just you – know, you, know you know what really I'm sad about? David Price is the Yankees won't see him in the World Series to shell him. Because yeah. I mean, whenever he pitches against the Yankees, the Yankees yeah. kill him. He's you know he yeah, I, you he's, know he's been inconsistent anyway. He's not the David Price as we know from you know Tampa Bay and before. Right. But man, you know it's almost unfair to the Dodgers. You think you're getting a whole year of Mookie Betts, and Price was like kind of icing on the cake with hopes, cake you know hoping you know maybe he has a good year and right. puts it together because it's been like every other year for him recently. But man, now you only get sixty game of games of bets, and he's a free agent. And then, you know, obviously Price won't play, and it's going to hurt because they lost the uh, other lefty that was leading the league in ERA last year, who went to the Toronto Blue Jays. And I know his last name's Rue. I don't know what the rest of it is. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the, was that was that the, uh, the the Japanese gentleman? Yeah, exactly. He was on the Dodgers. He led the league in ERA for most of the year last year. He went to the Toronto Blue Jays. Right. Watch out for coach. Yeah, I know. A lot. They're, They're always like, pesky. Old players' kids team. You got Bo Bichette. 
you got Biggio's son, and then obviously right. Vlad Guerrero Jr. And they're all very good up and coming players. Who is Buster Olney's pick to win the World Series this year? No clue. Got to be the Philadelphia Phillies. Otherwise, you wouldn't be saying anything. Yeah. He must be getting his. Oh my god! Wow! Is that your second favorite team, Captain Jack? Uh, (laughs) Well, it's the team that I follow. Here's I like the Rays. I I, I like the Rays. um, You know, because I got a chance to go to their park when when there really is baseball there. Yeah. Um, I follow them. They're 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 a good team. They're they're a team that you can get close to. Uh, I'm obviously I'm a Phillies fan, and I, I and I don't I don't say anything. I say I'm a Phillies fan, and I like the Rays in the American League. They're my favorite American League team. And you think um, they would end up playing in the World Series too? How crazy is that? Yeah, I was gonna say that was. I mean, I'm glad my Phillies won that year, but if God forbid if they if they lost, I could I could be well okay. At least, at least the Rays won. You know, if there's somebody to go in. But like, but getting back to point on Buster, like I said, I understand about, and you said it. You know, when you have uh, Dante Bichette's kid, you got Biggio's kid, you got Guerrero was a junior, junior, and then a bunch of uh, other arms that they're getting into that rotation that can help them out. That is a good team. I just don't know if. In that sixty-game sprint, and actually, uh, I guess the schedule is coming out as we as we talk. Yeah, correct. Um, you know, is it gonna? It, it depends upon who can who can go for that short spurt without getting their their arms hurt or getting those nagging injuries. I mean, if you could keep Kevin Kiermeyer off the DL for a game this year, you're, you're doing better than anybody. Has ever been able to do with the road. Kevin Kiermeyer, love him, but you know, you know, you're gonna he's gonna miss at least 25 games in a big season. He misses 25 games this year. That's half the that's half the the, the time you got him available for. So it's a matter of keeping your arms uh, squared away, not getting any of those nagging injuries, and you got to sprint. And a lot of the the uh, Oakland fans and Oakland being the A's in this case say, don't count us out. Because, again, they got a really good team that maybe because of the 60 games, and it's more of like a, uh, a more like a, a sprint than a marathon. And if you can get to the sprint and get there, then who knows after that? I mean, even yeah. when you throw in the playoffs in the World Series, you're still not playing 100 games this year. Yeah. Well, plus you throw into the, the new rules that are going to happen. You know, where obviously when they get to extra innings, you're going to start right. the guy on second, so you're not going to have these longer games, I don't think. You know, where the 14, 15 right. inning games, the DH and the NL, which I think fits great for the Phillies. You yes, got a guy like Jay Bruce. You got a yeah. guy like Jay Bruce coming off the bench who's got a dangerous bat, but, you know, he's had nowhere to play in the outfield. That's going to fit nice for the Phillies. And just off the top of what Captain Jack was saying, you know, I, I really you got to watch out for the Rays too because they're forward thinking. They really are. Yeah, one of the great run organizations in the league. I mean, they don't have the cap dollars, but the, you know they've always had you know good. They teams. do. They just they're, choose they're, not the to spend it. That found Joe Madden. I mean, they got great scouts. The problem is just they don't have the money to keep up with Boston. Because they choose not to. The they choose not but, to. They yeah. choose not to. Because all the years that the Yankees 
and Dodgers and Boston have been over the uh, luxury tax. They've gotten a big fat check and chose not to spend it. Okay, like a lot of these small market teams who choose not to spend those mo- that money. Pittsburgh, Miami, uh, all these teams that choose not to spend that money. And really all it hurts is the, us, the fan. And right. the competitiveness is not there. The e- competitive equality is not there. If yeah. I, and, that's and the right word. they still have not been able to figure and, out that stadium issue. Uh, the Trop, okay, the Trop is not a dump. For those that say that the Trop is a dump, it's not. It's air conditioned and it's 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 indoors in Florida, by the way. But you have the catwalk across. Uh, I don't even think it goes out much past second base. How many times have guys hit that? And it's I forget. Is it an out? Is it when you hit the rings? Or what? Yeah, when you hit the the catwalk that goes across the top of the stadium. Well, right. Well, and they have they have the Tampa Bay rules where if you hit a certain ring. Uh, it's a home run because they figured the trajectory of where it would be hitting. They, they actually have applied sciences here. If you hit that ring, it would have been a home run. Now, if you hit the one that's that's like right above you, no, it's not a home run because it would have been a high fly, uh, like an infield fly type of thing. The wonderful thing about that is, you know, it, it, it causes some really unique circumstances. It's fun. But as far as uh, in Florida, it's summer in Florida. They have things called thunderstorms yeah. in Florida. I if know. you don't have a dome stadium in Florida, half your games are going to be rained out. And then they had the stupid, stupid conclusion that they're going to have X amount of games in Florida. Yeah, and then yeah, Montreal. Montreal. Montreal, oh, Montreal excuse me. Yeah. Are you effing kidding me? Come on, man. Yeah. And, I, and, and it's like, that's the quote unquote the last thing we can do. We've done everything in our power to keep yeah. the Rays here. It's yeah. lip service, and I agree with Tommy. I think the Double Rays were were uh, a better team as far I as. Agree. And, 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 yeah, but it was offensive. Was it was offensive. It was offensive. Yeah, well, well right. The devil. Well, the word well, "devil" is offensive. Oh, oh, Coach, everything's offensive now. I know. I'm just being. I'm being a wise ass. I know, come but, on now. You know, I think baseball. Everybody obviously is assuming that it's on for that collision course of Yankees Dodgers. But we all thought that last year with right. Astros Dodgers and Dodgers go and get knocked out by the Nationals in the wild card round. So you never know in baseball. I mean, like I said, baseball's that sport to it. Team gets hot. But I'm really. I think. I'm excited for this year. The sense like Kevin Jack brought up, it's going to be a sprint, not a marathon. So it could be craziness. You know, you might see a team you never thought was going to be in there, maybe in there. As long as the Dodgers make the World Series, and yes, you did hear this correctly, the Phillies can win it next year. Okay. The reason why I say the Dodgers got to go to the series this year is I got a buddy. I got a buddy. I got a buddy. Yeah. Who's really good friends with Vince Scully. And if the Dodgers go to the series, guess who's going to be sitting in the box with Vince Scully, baby? <laughs> this guy right here. Yeah, so, but I thought Vince is on like. Uh, Vince, Vince is in the, what, in the 90s already? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Whether, Didn't he fall down the steps or something? Or he had an accident. It's, it has nothing to do with a virus or anything. He had right, a, right. a fall or something at home that he's in, you know, he's. 
not in good shape. Let's put it that way. And let, let's just say that because I love Vince Scully. There, there. I mean, Vince Scully. Who doesn't? Red, Red Barber. These are the voices. Okay. Harry Callis. Callis. Yeah. Oh my God. Hey, look at the look at the head on that kid. You know. There you go. And and, and, and the way that the, uh, Will Ferrell does them is is effing wonderful. Um, but these are the voices that you remember. Okay. I want Vince around for as long as he can be around, but if the Dodgers make the series, please let me let me go to a series and let me be in a skybox with Vince Scully, my one of my heroes. That's why I said the Phillies can win next year. Okay. All right. Well, we'll put the Dodgers there, but they're not going to win it. Yeah. Yeah. They'll find a way to blow. They, it. Yeah. They, always have. they will. <laughs> we'll see. They will. No. Yeah. I mean. It's uh, you know, don't don't count out the Padres either. You know, they have <laughs> some they have a lot of yeah. But the pod, the Padres have talent though, coach. They got the they best do. farm system in baseball. You got Machado, who you know just get come off the first year of that big deal with a lot of pressure that he's not used to. You know, he was just in Baltimore, kind of hiding away. <laughs> yeah, know? but he was doing the same thing in San Diego, man. Getting <laughs> paid and showing up kind of when he wanted to. Yeah. And, and I, I like the Padres as well. Um, I have an affinity for the Dodgers and the Padres because my great-uncle Herman, who was the trainer for the Brooklyn Dodgers, when when they went from Brooklyn to L.A., he told his wife, see ya, and left. And he went with the Dodgers and left his family in Brooklyn. So that's love of the game right there, man. I mean, yeah, he was kind of wacko. But you, you gotta you gotta give it to him for a guy that that loves that loves what he loves. Hey, what he loves. listen, coach or uh, captain. You're uh, coach. You're yeah. coach. I'm coach. It's Monday. Let let me tell you. In you can ask my wife how many if someone's gotten married, how many times she's been by herself to a to a wedding, birthday, anything. If it happens during football season, it I, she is. She's uh, solo. Yeah. And uh, it's funny. We went, uh, some good friends of hers, their kids, one got married in the, uh, right in the round, right, like June or whatever it was. And the next one was getting married in September. And I just went up, I shook his hand. I said, well, I'm sorry. I'm not going to be there. I hope you have a great time and everything. And his fiance, I guess now wife is like, oh my God, you're not coming. Why aren't you coming to our wedding? I go, it's football season. <laughs> you know, just like that. <laughs> you, should, you should know better. You know right. What I mean? You should know better. Why are you getting married during football season, man? I mean, come From on. August to December with with possibilities going into January. Don't schedule anything right. on a weekend. Right. Well, don't Captain schedule Jack, anything. being a Raiders fan, you haven't had to worry about January in a long time. Uh, I do now, too. Oh, I, I, got, I got an itchy nose. There you go. Yeah, I got an itchy nose. But, and, uh, yeah. I, I do think this year is finally the year the Raiders break it, though. I really do. Well, remember, we actually were in the playoffs in 2016. Right. With Jack Del Rio, right? Yeah, that guy who screwed up and kept car in the Wait a second. He's, Jack Del Rio was a good Raider. He was a good coach, and he was a good I, coach. Didn't he play? Oh no, I'm sorry. He went to USC. He played. He played for for Minnesota and Dallas. He's a USC guy. 
And he's he also, had success in Jacksonville, though, as a head coach. And, he, yes. and he's had success well, as a defensive coordinator. Jack Del Rio is a good coordinator and a crappy coach. And I'm not even going to go with the latest things about Mr. Del Rio because we're trying to avoid touchy subjects. Wait, didn't didn't Jack wait, didn't Jack put the uh was he the guy who put the axe and the tree in the locker room and the punter almost chopped his leg off? Might have been uh, him. In Jacksonville in Jacksonville they had a it was like chopping wood, you know, you the saying, yeah, gotta chop the wood. And and they put it they had this big like stump in the locker room with yeah, a yeah. with an axe. I know, Clint. That must have been stupidity in Florida, but then it was in Jacksonville. Yeah, it was in Jacksonville. But yes, and it was the punter or the kicker. One of those guys almost chopped their leg off, man. Yeah, they got really into the whole chopping wood and went and chopped their leg instead. I mean well, it, it, this is also along the lines of Tony Sperano. Again, may he rest in peace. And I'm not Catholic, but I'm doing it for him. Yeah. You know, Tony had the, the uh, uh, I don't want to say the audacity, actually a really good idea. of He, he dug a hole and he buried, uh, I can't remember who he came in after, if it was Cable or, or, or Kiffin or somebody, whoever he came in after. He, 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 he got a, a big shovel. He made a hole. He buried something to say, hey. That's in the past. Let's go out and do it. And uh, unfortunately, he didn't get. I liked Tony Sprano. I would, would have been a really good coach for for the Raiders afterwards, but uh, didn't happen for him either. Again, may he rest in peace as well. Yeah, yeah he had a nice run there with where he took uh, Miami, Miami from one fifteen to yeah. was eleven five in Parcells' first year when he was running the show. In right Miami. when he was the president right. at Miami. Yes. And I told my buddy, I said, when, when he was, when the Dolphins were, and they were like, oh, and 13, oh, and 14. And I said, dude, go for it. You could be the team that is perfect on both sides. You could be, you could be the, the, the perfect season of 72, and you could be, oh, and 16, baby. But eventually the Lions did it. But, but I'm like, dude, you messed up. You could have been perfect. On one side and the other, there would have been no team ever in the history of whenever to ever <laughs> break or even tie that record. <laughs> oh, no. We well, they split. I, I think they figure we'll just take the one record, being the only team that is undefeated. That, that, that only, works for them. And only because, and yes, this is true, only because the Immaculate Deception was not called correctly – because if the Raiders had won that game, we play Miami the next week, and there is no perfect season, baby. But that Raiders, those Raiders teams are pretty good too. Yeah. How many times did Shula beat the Raiders in the playoffs? None. Oh, one. once. One. Okay, there you one. go. One time. How many times did you lose to them? Two. Oh, time, only three, time. only and three times. I thought they played more than just three. I, yeah. You know, no, I, I thought you, were, I, I thought you were going to be like, you know, you only beat them once out of like eight times or something. Yeah. When it came down to the playoffs, the Raiders would always play, usually the eventual Super Bowl champion, either the Steelers or the or the Dolphins. So you figure you take Chuck Knoll's teams out of there, you take Shula's teams out of there, okay. Raiders could be sitting with the most Super Bowls ever, okay, in a different world. And no, I'm not smoking anything. I'm just saying it, <laughs> it, 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 it was the 
Are you just high on chicken? Are you high on the chicken now? He's high on the chicken now. They they sprinkle something in your chicken there, Captain. <laughs> oh, no. Hey, man, this is really, really good chicken. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, Coach, if you don't mind, I want to talk quick because I think it's uh, – if you, if you saw over the weekend, obviously, UFC. Oh, yeah. A, their, their guy in the main card, uh, Gilbert Burns, tested positive for corona. And, I mean, obviously, you know, he's an athlete. Everything, you know, hopefully will be okay with that. But ended up being getting the fight they originally wanted as they signed Jorge Masvidal to fight Usman now coming up Saturday. In a, it's going to be a great fight. And uh, I will give that pick out this week as well, Coach, for that fight. I'm also going to give out, too, if you want, uh, Clippers. Bet the Clippers to win the NBA Finals. I just think getting into the bubble, things have changed now. The Lakers aren't a very deep team, Coach. And Avery Bradley, their starting point guard, has said he's not going to play uh, for, you know, in, in the bubble, so they lose him. I really think the Clippers are going to end up being the team that stands last. I, I like their team. I think they got a lot of depth. I like their coach, Doc Rivers. So you can get the Clippers at like three to one to win the whole thing right now. Bet the Clippers, and then, <laughs> excuse me, and then I'll also be giving out my pick for um, Usman and Masvidal this week as well. I, I tell you, I'll throw some money Man. your way, Nick, because I've never bet, and I wouldn't even know the beginning to even throw money anywhere because it, it's very foreign to me. So mm. you and me have a conversation after this, and uh, I, might, I might be PayPaling you some stuff. You know, <laughs> you, you, know, you talk, hey. Listen, you know, you could have saved a little bit of, you know, you could have, you know, teased it a little bit and worked it later into the week. Of, well, I said you know. the UFC pick I'm not giving out to later in a week, Coach. All right. Well, you could have done all that a little bit more. You Clippers know, Clippers to win the whole thing. Remember, you could have waited until the start of the season. in his own mind, man. So. Yeah. in his own mind. All right. All right, everyone, thank you for tuning in and joining us on a great Monday. Time just flies by. When everybody's here and Captain's eating his chicken, it's, you know, it's just great stuff. So please come back, go to YouTube, subscribe, get your chance to win 25 bucks. Uh, Nevada Nick will have his uh, picks coming up as as we get more more sports start uh, showing up on the radar. So we'll talk more tomorrow, man. All right. Thanks, everyone. Have a good night. See ya.